If you're trying to make any kind of meaningful, effective change in your life, well, you have come to the right place because that is what my expert guest and I are here to help you do. Welcome to We're Talking Shift. This is the podcast where all we do is talk shift because when we're stuck and need to rise to a challenge, make a health shift, a relationship or an emotional shift, well, the first thing we have to shift, my friends, is our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. I'm Lori Bischoff, and I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get busy. Good day, ladies and gents. I'm Lori Bischoff, and we are back with another inspiring episode of We're Talking Shift. Today, we're going to talk about one of the greatest threats to our health, and that is stress. Uh, I read a recent survey that said 84% of adults report feeling at least one emotion associated with prolonged stress, which is the dangerous kind. Um, but the most common feelings are usually anxiety, uh, anger, and sadness. So my guest today is going to talk about different kinds of stress and steps that you can take to create a life that is free from chronic stress. And uh, he's also going to share with us some great uh, ideas on how to change quickly and become the best version of ourselves. Rich Maloney is the founder and CEO of Quality Mind Global, a leading international mental wellness training and licensing business with over 1,000 clients spanning more than 50 countries. He is also the founder and co-host of the Quality Mind podcast series. Rich has been a headline speaker in 15 countries, and he is an accomplished author having written four books, Injury Free, Mental Training for Elite Athletes, The Minds of Winning Teams, Creating Team Success Through Engagement and Culture, Engage and Grow, Six Steps to Building Highly Engaged Teams, which he co-authored, and Stress-Free, How to Thrive Under Pressure in Unprecedented Times. Boy, do we need that right now. Rich lives in Melbourne, Australia with his wife, Kristen, and their three young daughters. Rich, welcome to We're Talking Shift. Laurie, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. How are your stress levels this morning? Mine are actually uh, well. They're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> doing things a little a little bit different today. Normally, as I as I mentioned briefly, I I have a show producer that's handling all the all the techie stuff for me, and uh, for a variety of reasons, we couldn't make that work today. So I am uh, I'm wearing all the hats. So I guess to be honest, maybe a tad bit a of bit. stress, but I, I feel like we're going to get through it. <laughs> Well, it's great to be on your podcast. It's early morning here in Melbourne. It's a, we're heading into winter and uh, and it's, it's all getting around the fireplaces now with the families and kids. So uh, it's an exciting time with you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. Uh, I'm just, we're just coming out of winter and, and we have like a beautiful summer day here right now. So I am just <laughs> delighted about that. The thought of going back to sweaters and fireplaces is lovely as it is. I don't want to see it for a long time <laughs> again. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, we are we are uh, experiencing globally a lot of bizarreness and craziness, and and stress is a huge um, you know outcome of what has been going on. So it's it's a good time to revisit that, and um, and I thought it would be interesting first of all to just touch on on stress as far as defining it a little bit, because there are positive stresses that are good for us and then there's negative stress. So mm. I thought we should maybe just differentiate between the two, um, first mm. of all, and then we're gonna talk, of course, about how to manage um, negative stress. Then we're gonna talk about yeah. the best version of ourselves, which we you know, yeah. all can use reminders of that, especially when we're stressed. That's it. So uh, the question is uh, positive and negative stress, right? Yeah, right. I mean, positive stress is usually something that's good for you, like like um, stressing your body physically, right, through through training and exercise, right, so that it becomes stronger, um, remains capable of doing, you know, what it's designed yeah. to do. That would be an example, right, of positive stress. Yeah, well, it really comes down to perspective, doesn't it? Because if we didn't have stress, we wouldn't grow. Right. You know, we'd just be hanging out, going, well, we know while we're here, it's all... It's all ho-hum, but stress is designed to grow because as a human species in this uh, amazing journey called life, we, we are forced to grow. 
Uh, and uh, if you don't grow, you'll you'll shrivel up and you'll go into a maybe anxiety and depression. So it's it's a forceful stress. So it's stress that really, I mean, having worked with thousands of athletes and business coaches and everyday people, it's really about managing the momentum of stress. Mm. So because stress depletes your energy centres, it depletes your cellular structure, it makes you sick, but at the same time it creates the person who you want to be. So uh, it's about, like I say, the positive stress means, you know, you're growing, you're educating, you're learning. Like I took my daughter this morning for a 2K time trial at uh, 6 o'clock this morning and she gets to the last, you know, half a kilometre and, you know, there's stress. But then she accomplishes that and she's absolutely pumped. So there's a positive stress. So I work with people that really can't handle negative, like the stress of life being if it's in momentum. And what I mean by that, it's like they've got a neurological pathway of not managing stress very well. So that's putting people under pressure. And so it's about then changing their neurological pathways, literally that, to make sure that they can, uh, and it's called, it's like an awareness factor of your own emotional intelligence, your own spiritual intelligence, who you are as opposed to what you've become, and then giving them the skills and the uh, tools and then the, the activities to build uh, a new sort of brain structure. And this sounds a bit random right now, but it's all about rewiring our brain so we can manage pressure. That's what it's like. And so that's, that's what the stress does. And contrast, which makes, pushes us in a different direction. So you may be in a relationship, Laurie, that's not working for you and you're getting contrast because there may be a new opportunity for you. So you've got to sometimes trust the greater good has a path for you that you probably can't see right now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I love that you're talking about the neurological pathways because that is such a um, it's such a it's it's a biological thing. I mean, it's literally right. It's in your you've you've trained your brain how to yeah. respond to things. Um, mm. So I, I love that you said that, which means if you've trained it to respond one way, then you yeah. can train it to or, or retrain it to respond differently. Right. So, well, that's. Yeah, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, and also before you answer that, um, then let's let's talk about um, how that happens. I mean, some people mm. think, well, I'm just born this way. Uh, this is how I think. This is how I behave. But yeah. it's learned, right? So talking about how those neuro neurological pathways develop in the first place. Well, it's sort of both because we are conditioned from our upbringing and the brain itself, so from the ages from zero to seven, we are in a frequency, our brains are in a frequency of hypnosis. And so that means we are more or less from zero to seven just consuming and soaking up our environment. Now, if our parents are short-tempered, uh, don't manage stress, um, broken relationships, that's all learnt. Right, that's subconscious learnings that really we don't get a choice about. And so, yeah, you do become your parents because they got it from their parents. And so that's why it's so interesting that neurological pathways because after the age of seven, your, your program's in play. And as I said, if you've grown up with a stressful father or mother who had anxiety or depression or just couldn't handle stress very well, then you're more likely to get it. And so it's after that seven years, then you can make choices on rewiring someone. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets really interesting. And so that's why you see a lot of young elite athletes or athletes who are parents, a lot of their kids become athletes and they're really good athletes is because they can manage stress. So they subconsciously learned that as coming through their childhood. And so as you grow forward, you know, it's really about understanding how do we change the brain. And this is what I want as the message today for me is if you really want to become the best version of yourself, personal development is not good enough. Personal development, in my opinion, it has a glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. And so it's about the brain, as we mentioned a minute ago, Laurie. You've got to change your neurological structures. And it's very easy to do once you know how. And that's what we do with Quality Mind. That's super cool. Um, and and I, I could not agree more. You're right, because I've, I've been in the – I've been doing my own personal development for 35 years, my entire adult life, and I've been – um, working with clients for like 14 years. And you're right. I mean, there are not everyone, but there are times um, and certain people, depending on this, the conditions and, and what's going on, that just you get to a point and it's sometimes you just can't get past it. 
And yeah. if you don't understand that there is, you know, there's there's wiring and beliefs and these patterns lurking in the shadows mm -hmm. uh, that are not part of your conscious awareness, and you've got to mm -hmm. be able to find a way to access that, mm -hmm. unwind it, sort of yeah. reprogram, you know, replace the the old stuff that that is not helping you, that's actually you know hurting you in some way or limiting you. Uh, with mm -hmm. with new empowering you know beliefs patterns habits what have you because you you're so right we don't realize until we start becoming true seekers and trying to figure out how do I become this better version of myself uh, mm -hmm. unless you're really seeking there's a whole chunk there that you just don't understand because it's yep. not in your awareness and it all happens before you're age seven mm. yeah it's like uh you know, and it, it makes sense, though, because it's like buying a Dell computer and there's no programs in it. So then you buy Excel's uh, PowerPoint, all these softwares to give the computer something to work with. And that's the same as us as kids. So we get to assimilate to our tribe. We speak the same language. Mm. We, we, we share the same mannerisms, personalities. And so it's a, it's a great way to do it. But what happens is we're trapped already, you know. So then we go to retreats and workshops and read books and but what happens with those, they're fabulous. So we run them all around the world and, and I've written four books. So they have, they have relevance, but they don't change the brain. They give you insight. They give you some knowledge and tools and tips. And uh, if you go to a retreat, it allows you to sort of stop the momentum and chill out and meet some lovely people. But then you go back to life and you mm -hmm. go back to the same old, same old. And so there's only two ways to really change quickly. And that's really uh, understanding that, that 95% of who you are is because of that first seven years. So that's really powerful. So if you've got habits and stories, so we've had clients who had migraines because their parents had migraines for 37 years and they just realised it was a story, right. a subconscious pattern. So, so yeah. the two ways, quite simply, is, you know, one is hypnosis. So you've got to get someone else to actually change your subconscious, mm -hmm. right? So we can't do that all day, every day, can we, Laurie? But it does work. And sometimes yeah. fleeting, but sometimes forever. The other way is the most powerful way is through repetition and reprogramming. And so it's like learning to drive a car. You have to do it repetitively. Right. And then you learn the skill set. So then it's blocked in your subconscious. And so what we do is it's just about constant, constant reprogramming of the mind through your own conscious choices. And so we do we use technology for that as well to help because we're, we're lazy thinkers because the brain is, is designed for safety. The brain isn't designed for success. So you have to hack yourself into success or rewire yourself. And that's what I love about life, Laurie, is that we don't know why we're here. Right? We've got the veil of amnesia on top of us, and, and, that's the, and it's all always uncertain, but everyone gets so scared about uncertainty, but we don't know why we're here anyway. So let's embrace uncertainty, right. uncertainty you know? And, yeah. And we get to design yourself. Yeah. Uncertainty is, uh, yeah, that's, it's, un, it's, it's unnatural for us because as you say the brain is wired for um survival and so you know back back in the early days <laughs> you had to be certain about things or yeah. your life might be ended in a flash right so um so that uh ability to embrace the adventure of uncertainty and the potential that lies in uncertainty is not easy for a lot of people uh well, even if the stress. right it's the stress yeah. and and so many people would much rather um stay with the stress it's kind of like the devil you know uh, even if it's uncomfortable i'm certain about it and i know it i'm familiar with it so i'll That's just right. hang out there because what's yeah. in that uncertainty is too scary or you know just mm -hmm. too overwhelming to even consider uh but you're right uncertainty is where so much of your potential lies well that's it so and and that's really discovering the master within and so this is the journey we take people on it's like understanding that our brains or our minds you could say it's like we, we're, we're wired for safety but within us is this essential energy this soul within us this spirit is god whatever you want to call it there's an intelligent system that guides us through life right we don't, that is really part of our anchor towards our um universal existence mm -hmm. and so when you start reaching towards this spiritual side of it as opposed to letting go of the human safety mechanism you can start actually mastering your life 
And this is a really sounds a little bit out there for right now, but this is what we do with our clients. It's like, okay, understand that the mind right, has, has the mentality of a 12 to 13 to 14 year old. It's all that. Don't do this. Be careful. Who's not returning your emails? There's just a lot of, a lot of mind chatter. You know, it's scary out there. It's all designed to keep you safe for evolutionary purposes. Mm-hmm. But when you sort of start really realising that there's a part of you within with us, which is like our inner Sherpa, Mm. that really wants us to reach our dreams. It excites us when we see a dream. We we lit up. We, You know, the, one of the things is follow your true north, and that's your, your, your soul's direction. So if you get really lit up and it's not anxiety, it's actually quite genuinely lit up, then that's where you've got to go, even if it's whether it's for a coffee with that friend or that friend. But it's our direction. So when you start really learning this inner Sherpa and getting understanding the language of the inner Sherpa, it's what we do, people's lives change dramatically and quickly, and they become, they can relax. You know, because there's there's more energy over here as over here. Right. Because you deplete your energies over here and you renew your energies over here. And mm-hmm. so all of a sudden you feel more self-worth growing because you're starting to get to know who you are as opposed to what you've become. Right. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And I, I like the fact that you brought in um, a kind of the, the spiritual aspect, which you could call it energy you could call it you know inspiration or you know the the what calls to you um whatever there's a lot of different words for it but Mm. it is definitely Mm. it for me i definitely look at as you know it's spiritually we're creative beings we're designed to create and right we're designed to um to make to make something of our life, whatever that is, right. however, however mm-hmm. significant or 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 insignificant, it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. if uh, it, which mm-hmm. is again part of growth, right? And if um, if you're not creating and growing and, and and learning, if you're not somehow doing something that makes you feel like you are not stuck or or stagnant it's really important to feel like you are doing something that that you feel like you've evolved even if it's a little bit you know on a regular basis yeah yeah well it's like we're always creating as you said like we are master creators in this masterful school called life we think we went to school when we went to school no no this is school right so you you go through lessons right and then you you don't get that lesson right well you're going to repeat it Right. You know, but what yeah. happens with people is they don't realise they're always creating and they're either consciously creating, like really just excited about their future, designing what they want, living more in the present moment, living more in the future but not holding on to the future, as opposed to majority are living on, in the past. So you're recreating your past. Right. Because you, you know, you're always creating. So when people really understand, it's like having a, a um, permanently having paintbrushes in your hand and you're painting a canvas all day long but you're not looking at the canvas. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month, you look at the canvas and it's like a whole mess and so your life's a mess mm-hmm. because they've been worried about the past. They've been regurgitating everything and that's what happens with our minds. So we train our minds from quantity minds to quality and then you focus with your heart centre what you want to create with, and then you get started getting flow. Then all of a sudden manifestation, all of a sudden abundance, whatever you want because we're here to create. When you understand the power of that, man, we've got you know, clients all around the world saying, this happened and this has happened now. It happened so quickly. I've got my Range Rover. I've got this. Mm-hmm. I've got this. And so now people are excited about their future mm-hmm. and that's what releasing a lot of the, the control of life and let life flow you somewhat. But first you've got to get in control of yourself. And I think that one of the key things that you said there um, is consciously creating because, mm. right, people are not consciously aware that the 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 patterns the beliefs the behaviors the constantly thinking about the past you know all of those things uh that you are not um really aware of are continually recreating the same type of life and experiences for you so if you become aware of that as you say in you know quality thinking um you then are now empowered you understand that if you want a different you know experience if you want different results and experiences in your life you have to start by thinking differently which you know i I think i um i think i read i don't remember what section of your book uh it was where you used the phrase 
thought shopping, which I thought was really, really interesting. I love that phrase. Explain what you mean by that. Yeah, so I have a mobile phone app uh, called Quality Mind. You can find it on online. But one of the key aspects is um, so so once I had to hack myself. I was a young kid coming through. I was a was an elite athlete. I got sacked. I went into depression, anxiety. It's a short story, uh, but it, it, and I went into a very spiritual, mystical fifteen years, and I had to really figure out why I was causing a lot of pain in my life. And I realised it just came down to my thinking. And so, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll, my mind was unconsciously creating and I was just away with the fairies and just preparing for the doom and gloom of the day. So when I started to realise that all my anxiety was coming from my thoughts, then I started to say, well, I've got to change my thoughts. And it sounds so easy to do, but it's very difficult to do at the start. So thought shopping quite simply is like, like one of my favourite statements is your, your state is your best mate. It needs to be your best mate. And so if you're feeling off, it means you're thinking off. And this is what creates anxiety. So first step is you're thinking, I'm uncertain, I'm not happy, I'm no good, you'll feel it. You'll instantly feel it in the upper body, usually of your body. It's a sensation that kicks through. And then you go into a mood and then you get into anxiety and you can go into panic attacks and you can go into depression. It's like a six-stage evolution of the mind, but it all starts with the thought. Mm-hmm. And so if you get the thought right, right, then you don't get the sensation of, of negativity. Right. And so then we just decided to put it in here. Like The app says, how are you feeling, emoji? Why are you feeling that way? Worried about today? Got to speak publicly. Got to meet Rich on on on, uh, on this session. And then we get to workshop them out. So we opposite it. So what's another thought? It's like you love shopping, Laurie. We all love shopping. Maybe not all of us, but I do. Th- shop another thought in. Okay, what's another thought? What's the opposite of what I'm thinking? Uh, I'm, a, I'm not feeling. Uh, I'm nervous about today's presentation. The opposite of that is I'm going to smash today's presentation. Yeah. You know, so he's banging that in, banging that in all day long. So until you feel it, you've got to get to the point where you feel it. Right. And that's when it really, that's really, really hits home and you become that person. Because remember the child mind, it's, it's got the mentality of a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, which is going to keep you safe. Be careful. Be careful. So you've got to hack that or rewire that. Right. So thought shopping is quite simply the ability to recognise and the awareness of the thought. And then do something about it. It's a universal law of control. Control your thought. Where most people just go around and say, well, you made me feel that way. Or, you know, I just, you know, they're off. They're, they're in a mood again. And, right. and that's what I tell my kids. And, you know, every morning I make sure my state is right. You know, I get out of, even if I've got stresses because I'm an entrepreneur, there's thousands of them. But I do the best I can to continually be in charge of my thoughts and then shop them in or out. Yeah, I love that. It's um it's it's within our control by simply realizing that we have a a ladder if you will of emotions ranging from right the the very best the highest you know blissful joyous happy you know down to you know neutral feeling okay you know pretty decent you know all the way down the ladder to you know despair and depression and uh and then there's everything in between anger frustration you know there's a whole range and i think you're right when you realize that you are feeling something that falls you know toward the bottom of the ladder toward that negative um range you um you do if you realize you can literally you really can think your way to a better feeling and you may not be able to go from you know the depths of despair all the way up to the top of the ladder to you know ecstasy and and bliss but you could find a thought that you feel like i i could get with this and and you could feel you know go up the ladder one rung you know you could up level a little bit and then and then think some more and up level a little bit more so you can kind of make your way up that up that emotional scale if you will and um and i think you're because you're so right people so many people really do have it flipped that oh i feel this way so now i'm thinking this way but it's no you're thinking this way and you're creating meaning around something and you could change the meaning change your thought and then you will be able to change your feelings your emotions um and so if we flip that around now again we've taken control of our state of being and yeah. managing it, we, but we must learn how to manage our emotions if we want to be masters of ourselves. And that's that's yeah. a big key right there, right? And our emotions work for us too. When you figure out that 
The first step is the thought. The second step is the sensation. Yeah. That's your body. That's your, that's your body saying, hey, you're out of line. You're, you're off track. Mm-hmm. But we got so used to beating ourselves up. We got so used to feeling terrible. And then we go and get medication, you know, if it happens long enough. And so that just dulls down the sensation. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people we've got off medication, Laurie, in a matter of, you know, weeks and months because they realise that they've just got bad habits. We call it sloppy thinking. Yeah. And so what happens is we don't know where the thought comes from somewhat because it's in the back of your subconscious mind from a smell, from a, a memory. But then what happens is you can think about your thought and then once you're thinking about your thought, then you can make a choice. And so, you know what I mean? So then we sort of say, well, get in the coach's box and look down on yourself and say, okay, without looking down, look, look at yourself logically is this thought working for me or is it not? And then do something about it. And the, the key here is to understand the thought, the bad thought will give you a sensation because the thought goes in immediately, quick, like beyond belief quickly. It goes in a million miles an hour. But it's a sensation that's warning us, right, because that's your, your two red flag. That's your warning bell going, uh, 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 you're off, you're feeling off. Why? Go back, figure it out, get it out, let's go again. And then when you hack yourself like that, that's the rewiring. And then all of a sudden you do that. Time and time and time again, it takes 21 days, right, to, to change the, uh, the thought process and it takes 63 days to create the new habit. Right. So that's why we've got a consistent repetition. We call it a personal activation system to help people activate their new brains. Nice. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is so often, you know, you feel yourself getting off. People, you know, are frustrated about something. They feel they're off. Um, they're angry. They're upset, whatever. It's a negative feeling. And instead of going to the why and how do I unwind this? How do I reframe this? They just let, they get carried away with it. They stay in the yeah. current. They stay yes. in the current of the, of the negative emotion. Right. And sometimes, um, you know, I actually start doing things that feed the emotion, mm-hmm. um, which again is just, you know, habituated behavior, um, you know, probably at age five or six or seven, mm-hmm. didn't learn how to, how to manage those things because of what was modeled for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do what you learned to do. Yeah. It's adrenaline. It's like, Oh, this is real. This is really happening. I am hard done by you know, like I'm really into this mood right now, and, and this is now my identity, and I'm standing for my for my existence. Right. Like, I'm hard done by it. You know, because you just then you get to the end of the night, you can't sleep because cortisol is pumping through your blood, through your veins. Right. And then if you have cortisol in your system after 2 p.m., you're gonna find it hard to sleep. So you've got to chill, you've got to calm the farm, right? Especially after two o'clock. So people that don't sleep because they're highly strung. Right. You know? And and that, that's that's life. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that those high court, if you do that all the time, if that's a lifestyle for you, again, you know, the mm. prolonged negative stress, you know, that those high cortisol levels, now you're talking about, you know, the onset of all kinds of physical ailments yes. and disease that are a result of having that constant dose of cortisol being released that's into right. the system. That's so, right. And that's modern day science. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, you know, that cortisol is great if your life is threatened and you've got to run from a saber-toothed tiger. Uh, but most of us don't have to do that anymore. So <laughs> if, if you don't have to run from T-Rexes and tigers, then yeah. you really need to um, get a grip on how to manage your stress. So mm. what what are some of the main areas where people break down that starts leading to these feelings of, of stress? Yeah, so I guess the key is, you know, if you lose excitement with life, mm-hmm. it's a big one. Like, life is here to be enjoyed. It really is. Yeah. Whereas there's a life isn't made to be easy. It's rubbish. It's all choice. Like, you're here to grow. There's going to be an uh, element of contrast to push you into the, into the growth stage. But remembering that life is actually fun. Life is actually designed to be good. So if you're not having fun, well, go and find some fun. Whatever it is, you know, it could be going for a hike, going for a meet some friends, coffee, just get out of momentum of not having fun. And I guess what's really focusing is, is get focused on your thinking. When you get really focused on your thinking, because where your focus goes, your life flows. And so if you consistently focus on the thinking of the past and you're guilty about broken relationships, business partners, um, arguments, right, you've got to heal. You've got to heal quickly and uh, we've got a free score, a life potential scorecard on our website, which will give you an assessment on how you're traveling mm. in the nine key areas. But it's about 
one of the part of that is is really self self love and acceptance mm-hmm. and getting clear on that. You know. Yeah. I guess the other part, the other one here is the third point is lacking self worth, Laurie. Yeah. You know, people go through life and there's just so much self doubt and self. They just don't give themselves the time of day and 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 that comes from self love too. But people that are lacking self worth, they really do want to please other people too much or or need to be helped or uh, you know there's always something there and that, that comes from your childhood as well or it comes from a broken relationship or it comes from living in the past I mean that's what it comes down to as much like a lot, I have a lot of clients and I ask a lot of them you know do you live in the past more or do you live in the future and the elder generation always say the past and the younger generation always say the future mm-hmm. you know because obviously the timeline of our existence Right. So uh, really understanding, you know, I guess the other part is, is harboring repeated fears is if you're consistently bombarding yourself with worry, you know, which, again, is all about safety of the mind. Once you hack your mind and say, okay, well, this, this child mind I've got is actually got to get, get, got to get off centre stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to replace it with getting to know who I am. It's a really big point because when people get to know who they are, they can relax. Yeah. You know, and so there's that. And then I guess the last one is it's just not listening and respecting your body. So you've got to physically um, be fit, get your body up and running because it really does require that. And that's that's part of enlightenment. If you really want to become an enlightened soul, it comes down to the food you eat. It comes down to what you drink. It comes down to the way you think. So you can raise your vibrational state, which is the vibrational levels you went through before. Right. But a lot of it has got to do with how you manage your body. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that as well. Uh, you know, it's 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 the vehicle, and uh, so your your physical diet uh, on yeah. top of your mental diet, those two mm-hmm. things, you get those dialed in, and you will be off to the races. You will be <coughs> right. You will be a creating. You know, Genius. right there. You go. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's extremely important because f- the wrong kind of food on a regular basis will not even allow your mind to get to the levels that it's yes. capable of getting to. Yes. It's just, it's yep. like, you know, a bad drug and it just dulls mm. you. It saps your energy, um, mm. you know, not only your physical energy, but just the energy of your being. So, yeah. yeah there's, I, there's an expert out there called the medical medium. I yeah. got, yeah, in this space, you know, really about getting your body to that point where, you know, elevating all aspects of it, and it comes down to core aspects of what you eat. Yeah, um, Anthony William, I believe. Is yeah, who, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very interesting, but um, but I think it's true. I mean, uh, when you really think about what what most people are eating on a regular basis, uh, it's it's you can see the effects number one um mm. and you can um and you know if you are somebody that is working maybe you have a team or a staff or employees and you can tell by people's you know energy and production mm. and how they are uh how they are behaving and getting along with others and interacting with others that the diet plays a role and you can you can yeah. see it if you are you know looking for it and if you're yes. connecting the dots it's very interesting um uh so let's talk about some keys to become stress-free because st- being you know having a stress-free life or at least of the negative stress chronic negative stress is definitely going to be something that's going to help us become able to become the best version of ourselves yeah well, there's many keys, but I guess we have sort of a five-step system to help people become the best version of themselves. And when you become the best version of yourself, you can manage stress. And so you know, stress, you've got to understand it. It's, a, it's an energy. It's a, it's a choice. It, I, everything is neutral until you give it meaning is my favourite quote. Everything is neutral until you give it meaning. And so, but when you're in the throes of life as a father and trying to Make sure your family are going to be okay for the next 40 years. You know, there's, there's always going to be yeah. stress somewhere. Yeah. And so I guess the key is to really understand and, and get the bigger picture is don't, on a day-to-day existence with stress, w- wake up in the morning and just check in with your thought. Check in. You know, are you already into the day or are you actually being grateful? And it sounds like when I was growing up, I thought the word grateful and the words I am words, and I thought it was just rubbish. You know, I was just like, oh, 
you know, woo-woo. But then I realised that when you actually get into the grateful stage, I've got a family, got a roof over my head, I'm, I'm living in the moment right now, I'm looking to charge out the door, focusing on what the possibilities are the day will be because they usually don't end up the way you think anyway, right? right? So the illusion. So really getting in touch with that thought process and, and getting clear on, you know, what, what do you want in life? You know, it's a bigger, bigger question, but, you know, where are you at, where are you at now, what do you want? And so there's consciously creating now. Right. Uh, and have some people around you that can support you in this in this area. But really going there and understanding that to manage stress all the time, you've got to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You've really, you just can't hope that, like, if you don't expect to see change, you don't make one, right? Don't expect to see change, you don't make one. It's so simple, but it's so honest. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing on a daily existence for the three areas, the body, mind, and the soul, and balance them out? And so, you know, after that, you're really going to have to retrain your thinking. And yeah. you'll see you'll, it happens very quickly. And then after that, cleaning out stuff you don't need, you know, and then that's that's part of getting rid of just, you know, histories, traumas that might be bogging you down. And you can do that relatively quickly these days. And then you get to the point where you're really uh, dreamy again, dreamy excitement start of life. But instead of yesterday's thoughts, like 80% of our thoughts are from yesterday, majority of the time. So understanding that there's momentum there. And you can't let your mind go into momentum. Like just trying to stop a car rolling down the hill, right? Mm-hmm. Stop the car at the start of the hill. And then you start to get on top of this and you start to rewire. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. And, you know, I think thinking about your your present and your future and what you want as opposed to what you fear may happen or what you don't want because it's it's really easy for people to rattle off a list of what they're not happy about what they don't like what they don't want what they're afraid may happen but then when you ask them okay so what what does a great life look like to you what is it you want they have to sometimes really stop and think about it they haven't given that very much thought all the thoughts going to the other stuff which is of course then you know what you keep generating uh Interesting. Well, that's so true. It's so true. Like, man, a class will sit down and say, what are your dreams? Uh, I don't have many. I'm just managing the current moment, my moment, my moment. I say, you're financially free. No, I've never really thought I could be. Where's your limiting belief around that? Why can't you? There's abundance all around the planet. Uh, you know, I've got a broken relationship. I'm still hurt from that. Well, why? Because you're trying to control the past when the past's over. And so you can see the messiness that goes on up here, which is quality, uh, quantity thoughts. Right. So just getting quality on your thoughts gets quality on your life. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Um, I heard you, uh, we touched on mindfulness for a second and I, I heard you talking and I thought this was so awesome um, about teaching your kids mindfulness. So mm. how old are your daughters? I've got twin girls at five and I've got an eight-year-old daughter. So I've got three gorgeous, powerful little monkeys yeah. so uh yeah so yeah, these girls um they they go to sleep so in the app um there's meditations they're children's meditations oh um so there's one aspect oh they love it all my clients got their kids on an app. look it's i can tell you like yesterday we had a client and their family two kids with autism and uh you know special care needs and, and father has you know lots of challenges himself with anxiety and it's a household of real challenges Mm-hmm. And so to put this to when the young boy gets wild, he gets wild. And so yesterday he sent me a video onto our group. It's just so heartwarming is that usually they have to get the punching bags out and get the kids to sort of express what he's saying. And, and all he did was say, okay, let's, he goes, daddy's working on his thoughts every day. And the kid stopped. And he goes, what do you mean? Because everything he was trying to do, putting it through. And he, because he'd only been on the program one week, his, his father. And he goes, um, well, I've been working on my thoughts and, and I want, do you want to try it with me? So he brought up the thought shopping, which is this thing here. Okay. And he chose his emotion and he's walking through it. And then he, his emotion was, he was worried about something, recollect, obviously. And then he goes, I'm an unbelievable something else. So he, he worked, thought shopped it into this and he made his son then hit the bag saying, I'm amazing, I'm amazing, whatever it might be. And now it's stopped. So that went for like three hours within a matter of three or four minutes that he was thought shopping. Nice. And he's only five years old, right? He's only five years old. Wow. So when my kids, when my kids uh, have a, a blowout, I never go and coach them there and then. I'll always go back and say, now, what, would you, what, what caused that? Or oh, mummy or daddy or my sister. Okay, so what were your options? 
I go, I don't have any options. I say, well, your options were how you'd feel. So then we go through this thought shopping process. It's glorious. And they can swing past the emojis. They put it in and then they've got their own uh, thought shop list list now because you can store them and you can reuse them and it pulls them out. So, you know, this is, and it really works. So now they're understanding that they've got choices, which we as kids just get to deal with your emotions the best way possible and get spanked on the backside with with a wooden spoon and back off to the bedroom, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, simple times back then. (laughs) Yeah. Complicated, wasn't it? Uh, there's, there's one other aspect is that we had is in the morning because I know that my five-year-olds are actually in the hypnotic stage, mm. you know, the, the zero to seven. So I'll make sure that my finest time of the day is I usually do some fitness work in the morning and then with by myself or with my eldest. And then uh, they'll have breakfast in front of me and I'll program. I'll go into program mode and say, Georgie, one thing I love about you is you're really understanding and caring. You're really friendly and you're a quick learner. You know, you're just not trying to pump her ego up, just giving her self-worth, okay, mm-hmm. just pumping her full of self-worth. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if we, have, we have like uh, thresholds in relationships, right? So we've got to pour water into these relationships yeah. so they know that daddy's daddy. And, and so I just program them each and every one of them. And then I get them to program each other. And that's only about 10 minutes of the day. So they walk out going, I'm feeling good. I haven't woken up in a bad mood. I've got control of my thoughts. And now I've got... Uh, this new program going in, right? So when they become young women, hopefully that'll pay off. Oh, it's going to, Rich. I think that that is brilliant. I love it. I hope everyone checks out your app, not only for themselves, but for their kids. I think, you know, this has been a really rough couple of years for kids. We've all gone through stuff, people, you know, that they've never had to deal with before. And, uh, and I think the more of this kind of thing that people can, you know, uh, offer and utilize with their kids and help teach them so that they can, um, you know, start to, uh, start to unwind any of the negative programming that's happened over these last two years. There's a lot of fear and anxiety and just um, uncertainty. Um, And I, you know, to be able to have something so mentally healthy and positive Mm. um, that really fuels them and teaches them that they don't have to stay in that, in that state that, everybody has been, you know, programming them to be in for the last couple of yes. years. It's so needed and it's really valuable. So I, I love what you've created there. Yeah, let me just add to that. Like it's 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 obvious it's obvious to me, but these kids that come through, like I get a lot of parents saying, can you look after my kids? You know, usually above 12, 13, 14, but we're about to run a program, launch a program with a child and parent. Because the parents, the child's just learned it from the parent. Now, if I go and fix the child and the parent still has it, he's still going to go into the environment where it's going to be toxic, you know, where it's high stress, high uncertainty, high worry, high aggression, whatever it may be, or it could just be uncertainty. It could be just want to improve our life. You don't have to be in a dogma sort of state of mind. But we're going to have the parent and the child go through the program together and simplify it. And so then when we're, the reason why this app is so powerful, because when I coach my clients in a group coaching call once a week, and all my, we've got 20, seven of me, so we're out there running group programs, is once that program's done, that hour's done, then it's the app that does the repetition. Mm, perfect. Right? So that's where the brain changes, right? That's why you get notifications every 10 minutes, every hour, whatever you want. But So that's that's why we need the parent and the child doing it together so the parent can be consistent with the child's growth because once that child gets it, the brain, <laughs> that child's mind is just going to expand so quickly and get it far quicker than us. Yes. Yes, little geniuses in the making. <laughs> yes. That's, that's fantastic. I love I love what you're doing. Um, do you uh, do you have a going rogue story for me, Rich? Uh, I do. I've got many, actually. I was yeah. a bit of a kid, I was, I was a wild child, Laurie. So I was rogue quite a bit. <laughs> um, I guess the one that stands out to me is so I my my when I went through that spiritual experience or, you know, that mystical awakening to what is life all about. You know, I sort of, I realised that I had a niche for understanding patterns. And so my first business, which I was working with all these sports teams around Australia, and I systemised how to make them successful very quickly through cultural shift, right? So then I would have people all around Australia ringing me and 
say, what do I do this week? And I say, just do this with your leadership group and and da-da-da-da. And it was a process and I had enormous success. So I then realised that I needed to put this into the business world because sport was only so small. So then I was at that point in my life where my wife and I were trying to have children. Um, We were broke, absolutely batshit broke. Um, We couldn't even afford a bottle of wine. We were living in a derelict house, had a baby on the way. Uh, it was like after three years of IVF, so it was a really, really hard time. And my business, I thought, would boom straight away. So, okay, I finished being employed by other uh, coaching companies and it didn't happen. And so we were really in despair. So what I did is we had no money and I had to go and find um, a company to partner with because I wanted this sports business to go into the business coaching business and expand around the world. Mm-hmm. And I was just a mess. And so, you know, I found someone uh, who... Uh, said, yes, we were interested to talk to you. It was an American company. I won't mention who they are because it might shine. It, it, I'll tell you, you'll realise in a minute. Anyway, they said, we're coming to Australia. Um, oh, we'll meet you over there. And I told my wife that they paid for me to go to the Gold Coast and they wanted me to go there because I had to make sure that her mental health was really important because she was in a really bad place. Yeah. And so I just went and got a credit card and, uh, and flew over to the Gold Coast and went to meet with the big dog over there, and he didn't even show up, right? So I got given, I got given another bloke who made it. It was lovely in the end, but made it really hard. And so I flew back to Melbourne. I rang this guy. I said, "You know, I've got a credit card for this, buddy." He goes, "Oh, sorry, buddy." I said, "I'm coming to Las Vegas. I'm coming to Las Vegas." And they said, "All right." I said, "Make sure he's there." You know, the the big fella, and um, who he was, he's one of the best. Business, uh, small business coach. He's probably the best small business coach in the world. Uh, and he has thousands of um, franchisees. And so I flew to Vegas. I told my wife, they're paying for me to go. Don't worry. They're, they're all looked after. I went and got another credit card. You know, I was just fine, trying to find money, money everywhere. Flew to Vegas and went to there and went to the office and didn't show up again. Oh so my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so I got the CEO there, and, and he's like, "Yeah, sorry, uh, couldn't make it today." I was like, "I'm in Vegas from Australia, you know, it's a thirty-five hour flight, whatever." So I rang the wife. I said, "Honey, it was a great meeting. Went really well. Um, don't worry about it." And I'm just caving in here. And it's like, she goes, "Oh, fantastic! You know, that's so so great." Flew home, and I rang the company again and said, "I'm coming again." Um, um, and he's, I said, "Make sure he's there now." So I went, I maxed out that credit card, you know, flew back to Vegas. I said, honey, they're flying me back. They love the business. They're flying me back. And she had no idea, right? She just thought, that, and I'm maxing out our debt. Oh, my God. So then God. I flew back, and um, there he was, and he met with me, and he loved it, and then we partnered, and we built a number one employee engagement company in the world called Engage and Grow Global, and we trained over 700 coaches and travelled the world for four years in a row. But... And it was a great partnership. Now, he's bought that company off me. Now, I've started quality mine. But it was the going rogue. I just had to really not be honest with my wife. She knows the full story now. She was very thankful for it. At the time, she wouldn't be able to mentally handle it. But just that, that, that journey to become an entrepreneur, Laurie, is just if you knew how hard it was, you wouldn't do it. And that's the best thing about not knowing how hard it's going to be. You've got to right. follow your excitement, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a, an easy path to become a successful entrepreneur, no doubt. Um, I cannot imagine the stress, though, that you <laughs> must have been under keeping this, telling her, literally lying to her. I mean, yeah. you literally, but you had so much, I guess, belief that this was going to, you were going to make this work, that it was worth the the yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah, it, it was worth it. Was mm. she um like when you finally when it finally panned out and then you're like, okay, now I actually can tell her the truth. How <laughs> did how did she react when you told well, her about the credit cards and everything? Well, yeah. By then we had made a fair bit of money. All right. So we we traveled around and we, it was it was financially a good decision. Yeah. Um and I think it came out about maybe six months after I said, listen, honey, you know, just had to sort of keep this one from me because, you know, I, I knew, I knew what I had was so special. It was so, it was so new. Like the market didn't understand it. But when I put the program through, the whole company lit up, you know. So then I just, I had to take, I had to back it. And I was like, I was all in or nothing. And, you know, 
I don't know. Luckily, it didn't pan out the other way, eh? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was definitely a a going rogue, <laughs> very roguey. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad I'm glad it panned out and worked out well. And it sounds like you have a lovely family. Um, where can people find out more about you and your app and all of the great stuff you have to offer, Rich? Yeah, so we've got the app called Quality Mind Global app on Play Store and Google Play, uh, App Store and Google Play. We're qualitymindglobal.com. Uh, there's a free scorecard there. You can find us as a podcast, Quality Mind Podcast, which I co-panel with an elite athlete here in Australia, Sean Higgins. Um, and, uh, yeah, contact us at richard at qualitymindglobal.com, especially if you want to have a look at what we're doing with families and kids and mums and dads. You know, it's a system we, we run. Uh, but we, we, we're in, we're all around the world now. We've got a, we're about to hit America in a big way, actually coming up in uh, this Q3. We've launched into India. We've launched into UAE. It's uh, launching into Mexico and in next month. It's just happening. So uh, we're going to be running retreats too, Lorraine. I'd love to come over and see you and we've had a run of a retreat together. Yeah, no, I'm I'm always open for stuff like that. So you let me know when you're coming to the States. You said you haven't been to Wyoming yet, right? No, never been Wyoming. Might have to have a little powwow here of some sort, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Awesome. I love what you're doing. I really, really, especially with the families and the kids, that's just it's so important and so needed right now. So I think that's amazing. Um, Rich, you have been so generous with, with your time and I love our conversation and hopefully uh, you'll be willing to come back again at some point. It'd be an absolute pleasure, Laurie. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a great chat. It has been. Thank you. So everyone, this is going to be a wrap for this season. I will be taking the summer off from podcasting, but we will be returning in the fall and the guest lineup is already looking fantastic. Meanwhile, I will still be working with my private clients. So check out lauriebischoff.com if you want to find out what private coaching with me is all about. Make sure to subscribe too, and that way you will be notified when the new episodes drop and be sure to spread the good shift around if you found value in this show. Until we meet again, everybody, stay feisty, my friends. Don't sweat the small stuff and go make some epic shift happen in your lives. You too, Gary Vee.